0: artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Oh, hey, friend, welcome to episode 157 of the Show Up Society podcast. I am coming at you from the floor of a cozy, warm bedroom in my in-law's house to talk about two keys to showing up for yourself. So if you know me and you know this podcast and you listen to the intro, you know that I love helping you show up for yourself. But sometimes you just want to kind of know how. Give me the basics. Give me the tips. Give me the practical advice to how to do it. And so that's what I'm going to talk about with you today. So this is actually uh, coming from a talk that I gave a couple weeks ago at a running clinic for high school female runners um, called Wildwood Running here in Portland. And It was so useful, and I've realized that so many of these things that I talked about in that workshop are things that grown-ups need to hear, not just high schoolers. I do think it would be super valuable if all the high schools in the country could teach their students this, what I'm going to talk to you about today, Um, but I definitely also think and know that adults need to hear this too. So I'm going to kind of break it down into two parts. The first part is how to even know what works for you and how to know what you like, how to find out what, even, what it even is that works for you, and to know that it's totally okay to be different and to kind of own your weird. That's the first part. So even knowing what it is that you like, knowing what it is that you want, then once you know that, how do you speak up about it? How do you tell people that that's what you want and that's what you need, right? So first you have to know what it is about you, and then you have to be able to tell what it is about you that's the keys to showing up for yourself. So that was kind of a spoiler alert, right? You might think, oh, I don't need to listen to the whole episode. I can just go now. But stay with me. Let's let's chat for a while. Okay, here we go. So I believe that we are all born with this kind of inner wisdom. Some people call it inner genius, your gut instinct, spirit, intuition, inner genie, whatever you want to call it. Figure out what you want to call it, whatever that is, it works for you, but we all have it. But the way our world is set up is that we are taught and trained to do what people tell us, right? Like our parents, grandparents, teachers, coaches, team leaders, leaders of the church, all the people in our community that are sort of like the authoritative figures of us. We are taught at a very young age to listen to them right? And it was put there for a good reason to keep us safe. When we're a toddler, we have to have somebody there to tell us to not go into the street, right? And teachers in classrooms sort of need to have their way so that it's easier for them to grade papers and to have order um, instead of chaos. So I'm not complaining about the way our system is set up, but I just wish that they would also teach us at the same time to develop the skills to start listening to our inner wisdom, to that voice inside of us that knows what is right for us. But we aren't really taught it. We aren't taught it in high school. We aren't taught it in college. If we decide to go to college, even in work situations, you're still trying to please your boss and your colleagues. So then what happens is that we don't learn how to think for ourselves. We don't learn to question if the things that are being taught are the right things for us. So then when you notice that you want to do it a different way, your brain says, oh, you're doing it wrong. You're not doing it the way that you've been taught. You're not doing it the way that people outside of you are telling you to do it. So for instance, if you wanna take a running example, some coaches will say high mileage is the best. You should be running high mileage. But let's say you notice that your body gets really tired when you run high mileage and you think, oh, I guess I'm doing it wrong. There's something wrong with me because the coach says high mileage works. I don't feel like it works for my body. I don't feel good. I don't run as well. So something must be wrong with me. But that's not necessarily true, right? You can both be right or you can both be wrong. But what works for someone else might not work for you. You can be different and not wrong. But so many times when we want to do it differently than other people, we think that we're the wrong ones. We think that we should be doing it a different way instead of just embracing the fact that we want to do it a different way than what we've been taught or than how other people do it. So I really want you to see that being different doesn't make you wrong. It just makes you different. Being different doesn't make the other person wrong. It just makes them different. And that's the magic of all of us 8 billion people on this planet is that we do things different ways. We don't all have to do it the same way. If you're constantly quieting your inner genius and ignoring her, she will eventually stop talking. And then you'll grow up and have no idea what you like to do for fun or what you wanna do with your life. And you won't trust your body's cues about injury or illness or training or nutrition or sleep. You won't trust what your mind and, and your gut are telling you about how to run your household or your life or how to show up in relationships. And now I know I'm sounding super depressing and scary right now, but this is actually super powerful because if you start now, if you start paying attention to what is right for you, you will teach your inner genius that he or she matters, that they are important, that you trust them, that you, that you will let them help guide you. You will have that better relationship with yourself and you'll be confident in yourself when you are listening to that inner voice When you're saying hi inner voice, I hear you and you are valid And the way that you want to do things i'm going to try it that way Okay So in your life, you're going to come across a lot of experts All kinds of experts And they know what they're talking about. They have a lot of experience, but here's the thing You know a lot about yourself too. You know about your situation and your mind and your body and your spirit and your soul and your business and your household and your relationships, your finances. You are also an expert of you. I have a whole podcast episode on this, in fact. So I want you to be able to take in advice from the experts and coaches and teachers and family and parents and even TikTok and Snapchat if you want. But at the end of the day, You are the one who needs to pick and choose what pieces of information work for you and your goals and leave the rest behind. When you have learned to listen to that inner genius of yours, this will be a lot easier to pick and choose the advice and the knowledge and the skills that are out there in the world from the experts. You'll be able to say, hmm, that sounds like it might work for me. Mm, That other piece, not so much. So you throw that one in the trash and you keep the one that you think works well for you. So you have to trust that you know your body and your mind. So how can you find ways to use that information from the experts from the outside of you in a way that works with you, not in a way that makes you feel wrong? So just because something works for someone else doesn't mean it works best for you, right? So one of my favorite things that Amy Poehler ever said, so she's an artist and an actress, uh, I'm sorry, she's an author, book author and an actress. One of the best things she ever said was, her quote, good for her, not for me. And what I love about that is, oh, that person does it differently from you. Good for her, not for me. So you're saying that's fine that she does it that way. It doesn't work for me though. And that way you're not making them be in the wrong and you're not making you be in the wrong. You're just embracing the difference. So let's kind of have fun with this a little bit. Think about it for a second. What is something that you do differently from everyone else? And I want you to own it. And I want you to not apologize for it. The more you own it, the less people will tease you or the less people will say that you're weird. I'll give you an example for me. I don't wear socks when I run, when I'm training or when I'm racing. Most people, most coaches will tell you, you must wear socks. There's lots of running companies that specialize in just making running socks. But for me, I don't like how it feels. I don't wear them. And people kind of freak out when I tell them, I'm a runner, I'm a running coach, and I don't wear socks. And they're like, oh, don't your feet stink? And I'm like, yes, they do. (laughs) They sure do. Especially if I've been running in mud, especially sometimes in the summer, but that's what showers are for. right? It's not a problem. And when I own that, yeah, you know what, I like to run without socks. And sometimes my feet get really smelly. When I own it, and I'm like, heck, yeah, it kind of loses its power. Like it's not fun to make fun of me anymore. It's not fun to think I'm weird anymore, because I've already embraced it. And I've already owned it. And then they're like, Oh, okay, cool. You go you. Right? There's nothing left for them to sort of pick up and make fun of because I'm owning it. And I'm embracing it. And I'm knowing that I'm totally normal. And I'm okay. And I'm a badass, even if sometimes I have stinky feet. Don't you love that I'm just telling the whole world right now that sometimes my feet smell bad? So that's sort of a silly example, but it is a good example of how when you start owning your differences and what makes you you, you'll be able to do it uh, about the bigger things that really matter, right? So it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things if I wear socks or not. But that's an example of how if I can own that, then I can own the bigger things, the way I run my business differently from the way that all the other business experts are telling me how to run it. So just take a minute, you can even pause this podcast if you want, and think about something that you do differently from how other people say to do it. Something that works for you even though other chefs or bakers or teachers or artisans from the way they do it and embrace it and own it and just say, I love that I do it differently from other people. A lot of my clients get upset because they think they should be more organized or they should be more scheduled or they should be sending out X number of emails a week for their businesses. And I tell them why, like I I ask them why, why do you want to? And they're like, well, that's what you are supposed to be doing. That's what you should do. That's what all the advice says. And I'm like, well, does that work for you? If no, then don't do it. Do it your way. If you like to procrastinate, if you end up always doing things at the last minute, but you always do them and you do them well, then why try to stop procrastinating? Maybe procrastination works for you. So don't always be looking for things that you're doing wrong just because it's different. Look for ways that you do it differently and embrace it and love that about yourself. Own it. Fully embody it. Okay? So figure out what that thing is that you might do differently from other people. And I want you to write it down or say out loud, I like to do it this way and just fill in the blank for the way that you do it. And then write, that's different from other people and that's totally okay. That's what makes me me. I want you to fully embody it, fully embrace the way that you do it, even if it looks different from other people. If you know what works for you, embrace it. This is part of showing up for yourself. This is the showing up as yourself part, knowing what makes you tick. Now, if you're like, "Uh, excuse me, Tammy, my inner genie doesn't talk to me anymore. I have no idea what they want. That's okay. Maybe your inner genie doesn't really have an opinion about this right now, or maybe you have already sort of lost touch with that inner voice of yours by quieting it for so long. And that's okay. Let's not shame yourself for it. It happens. It happens in the society that we live in. We sort of tamper our own needs and wishes and wants sometimes. Sometimes we quiet ourselves and ignore what we really want to do. But here's how you can rebuild that relationship and rebuild that trust with yourself. I want you to spend some time in the quiet, maybe in your journal, maybe in your thoughts, maybe in the shower or on a solo walk around the neighborhood, and just ask, what does my body need? What does my body want? What does my mind need? What does my mind want? What do I want to do here? If I knew it would work, what would I do here? Those are some prompts that you can ask yourself. And then I want you to stay really quiet and just listen to your inner voice. They will speak up. It will speak up. And then trust whatever comes up and go try that thing. Don't question it. Don't edit it. Don't say, nah, that's not going to work. Or no, that's not how they do it. Say, oh, okay, I hear you. That's a little bit different from what other people are doing, but let's try that thing. Maybe this is the best thing for us, even if it's very different from how other people are doing it. Okay? So that's sort of step one. That's how to get to know what works for you and how to embrace it, how to own it, how to embody it how to know that just because you do it differently from what the experts say, and I'm putting experts in air quotes because you are also an expert, just because you do it differently doesn't make you wrong. You're just different. You might even want to write this down. Different doesn't mean wrong. It just means different. Let them be them. Let them do it their way and you do it your way. Okay, that's what makes this world an amazing place. That's what makes it spicy and different and alive as we all do it our own way. So now the second part of learning how to show up for yourself is now that you know what works for you, how do you voice it? How do you speak up about it? What if it's different than how other people are doing it? How do you tell people what you need? So this might feel really uncomfortable at first, right? To have the, the guts or the bravery to speak up and say what you want or what you need. Especially I think for females, we are taught from a very young age to be caretakers, to make sure that all the people around us are taken care of and they're not upset. We are given baby dolls at the age of two or three and the grown-ups say, "Shh, shh, shh, the baby's crying. Your baby doll's crying. Don't let it cry. And we're taught to give it a bottle and change the diaper and wrap it up in a blanket. We are taught from that young that if people are crying or upset around us, then it's our job to fix it and make it better, to make it more convenient or comfortable for the people around us, right? And so then this feeds into that idea that if it's our job to make sure everybody's happy, we don't want to upset anybody. We don't want to disappoint them. We don't want to tell people no in case it hurts their feelings. We are told that we're supposed to be polite, but really a lot of times they just mean don't disagree with them. If someone's upset by what we do, we are taught to apologize. So, all of that is good and nice, and people mean well, I think, when they teach us that. But you have to be careful that you don't shush your inner voice, especially if you think that being polite and agreeable means you can't speak up for yourself. Don't quiet your inner voice. I was just on a Facebook group for podcasters, and somebody was asking a question saying, If your podcast guest wants to listen to the episode ahead of time, do you let them? And one of the commenters said, of course, you must agree because you should always be polite. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Being polite does not mean you give the person what they want at the cost of yourself. You can tell people no and be polite. Polite does not automatically mean that you give the person what they ask for. So, of course, I wrote a comment. I was like, oh, excuse me, friend. You can say no and be polite. Do not confuse politeness with saying yes to everybody's questions at the expense of your own self, okay? So, just remind yourself, you can be polite and have a different opinion. You can be polite and still take up space and want to do it your own way or do it differently, and this might look like a group of friends, and you're all going out to eat, and you're discussing where you're going to go. And the other people in the group are saying, oh, we want to go to this restaurant, and you really don't want to go. You're allowed to say, you know what, I'm not really feeling that restaurant today. Is there any other ideas? Or what about this other idea? You don't have to go along and quiet your inner voice. Doesn't mean everybody in the group's going to want to change and go to your restaurant, but at least you have given... Uh, Credit to your inner voice, at least you have spoken up for her. At least you've said, I don't really want to go to that restaurant. And you've given your inner voice that sign that you are listening and that you trust yourself to have an opinion, even if it's different from those around you. So I think if you remember this idea that speaking up doesn't automatically hurt people's feelings. It doesn't upset them. It's okay to ruffle the waters. It's okay to have a different opinion. If you're telling yourself that, it makes it a lot easier to speak up for yourself. It makes it a lot easier to not quiet yourself if you know that just because you're having a different opinion doesn't make you wrong. doesn't mean you're bad. doesn't mean you're disrespectful. When you speak up for yourself, it doesn't mean you're being rude or pushy or disagreeable. So you might speak up for yourself and someone might not like it. They might not like your opinion. They might not like that you voiced a different opinion. That's okay. It's not your job to make everybody like you. It's okay to have somebody disagree with you. You have a right to say what is on your mind. You have a right to say what you feel comfortable or uncomfortable with. And they have a right to disagree with you. They have a right to have a different opinion. Neither one of you has to be wrong just because you're different. Okay? So when you know that other people's happiness is not your responsibility, it helps you. It helps you to say what you want because you know that I'm going to say this thing and I'm going to stand up for me and I'm going to say what I think is right here, even if they don't like it. That's not my problem. You might want to do or say things that make other people happy because you love them and care about them, but it's not your job to make them happy. There's a difference. If you're doing it just because you want to, because you love them and want to show support, that's one thing. But if you're doing it because you feel like you have to, to appease them and to make them feel comfortable, that's a different thing. And that's not your job. So I just want you to remember to listen to that inner voice. Remind yourself you have a right to an opinion. You know what works for you and your body and your mind and your spirit and your soul and your business and your finances, your relationships. I could go on and on, but you know what works for you you know what you might want to try, and it's all valid. So you have to be the first one to tell your inner voice that it's okay to talk, to be heard, to take up space, to have an opinion. You have to validate that inner voice before anybody else in the world will. You have to be the first one to listen to your own needs because you know yourself better than anyone, and you are your number one job. Don't expect other people to do what you want if you haven't spoken out and told them what it is you want. I see this a lot with some of my clients in the context of meetings at work. So they'll have meetings at work, people will all be voicing something, and my client will have a different opinion or a different viewpoint or different perspective. And my client will be scared to speak up because they're like, well, nobody else is saying this in the room, so I don't know if I should." And I'm like, that's precisely the reason why you must. The world needs the different opinions. The world needs different perspectives. The world needs to know how you feel about it, especially when it's different from what is already being said. That's the precise moment when you must show up is when you're doing it differently and you're tempted to quiet yourself. So I want you to be on alert. I want you to be checking in with yourself. And when your brain is telling you to be quiet and not rock the boat and not ruffle the feathers and not stir the water, I don't know, there's tons of like cliches and metaphors that we could use here. When your brain is telling you to sh- 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 to not say that thing, that's when I want you to speak up. That's how I want you to practice showing up bravely in the world. That's when you must show up bravely in the world. So once you know what you want or need from the first part of this podcast, I want you to know it's okay to have this idea. If there is a person in your life, a a coach or a parent or somebody at work or a colleague, Anybody else in your life where you feel a little bit hesitant to voice your opinion, you can just go and say to them, I just want to set up a time to talk with you about my needs and see if we can work together to come up with a way to meet those needs. That's very respectful. And it's nice. And it's also giving voice to your inner voice, your inner opinion, your inner genius. It's also letting that inside of you be heard. You have to be the first one to give the microphone to your inner voice and say, here, speak up. I am listening. If you can do that, then you can speak it out to the world and other people will listen. They might not agree. That's not your job to get them to agree. That's not your goal is to make somebody change. You can't change. I teach that to my clients all the time. You cannot change another person's thoughts, behaviors, actions, words, but you can show up strongly for yourself. You can honor your inner wishes, wants, desires, ideas, opinions by voicing them out loud. The other people can do with it what they will. They can laugh at you. Sometimes they will. They can say your idea is dumb. Sometimes they will. They might also say that's the best thing I've ever heard. That's a great idea. Let's go do that thing right now. But you get to decide how and when you're going to show up for yourself and hopefully you start doing it more and more and more and more. Giving voice to that inner voice inside of you. Giving it a megaphone, giving it a microphone, letting it speak out, letting it be heard. Once you can hear yourself, you can go speak it to the world and you know that you're not wrong and you're embracing who you are. It's a beautiful, magical, powerful thing. So remind yourself that you are your biggest advocate. You are your champion. You are your cheerleader. You must be those things for yourself before anybody else will. Nobody else is going to be your champion if you can't champion yourself. If you can't stand up for yourself and say, here's my ideas, here's the way I'm going to do it. This is what works for me. You must be the first one. Okay, my lovies, one more thing I want to say about that is once you speak it out into the world, I want you to release attachment to what the other person is going to say or do about it. Like I said a minute ago, you can't control what they say or do or think or behave but you can control how you show up. So if you can walk away from a conversation saying, I'm really proud of how I showed up for myself in that meeting, then that's all you can do. That's the very best you can do. They might choose to ignore what you said, but at least you can walk away with your head held high saying, there's nothing that I held back. I let myself be heard. I let myself take up space. I let my ideas feel important by voicing them out loud. It's a beautiful Mm -hmm badass thing. Okay? So go out there and advocate for yourself, for your inner wisdom, your inner ideas. Let yourself be heard. Let yourself take up space. You can end this year knowing that you are valuable, you're important. Validate yourself. Go into 2023 owning your badassery. Okay, my friends? I love you so much. I hope you're having a great holiday season, great winter, And I will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Oh, and PS, I just wanted to say one more thing before I go. If you like what I talk about on this podcast, and if you have any idea that you might want to work with me as your one-on-one coach for six months, I have one spot available. And my prices are going up in 2023. So if you want to change your life, if you want to change the way you're showing up, if you want to grow that bravery and show up muscle so that you are proud of every conversation that you walk away from, if you're proud of how you make decisions quickly, if you're proud of how you honor your inner wants and wishes and put more of what you want into your life, if those are the things you want, then I'm your person. So get on a consult call with me. We'll talk for an hour and see if we're a great fit. And maybe that last spot to work with me is yours. To do that, you go to showupsociety.com forward slash coaching, or you can just DM me on Instagram at showupsociety and we will make it happen. Okay, my lovies, have a great week. Talk to you soon. Loyal podcast listener, thank you so much for listening all the way through the end of this episode. I have a message for you today. Here it is. There is nothing wrong with you. You are a beautiful, badass, human beast of a soul. And I am so glad that you are in my world. Have a great day.